What's up party people? You know one of the worst things about being a self-employed performer? That's right, it's your tax. If you're sick and tired of collecting all your receipts and guessing your way through your tax rebate, well, I know the people that can remove the stress and make it as simple as 5, 6, 7, 8. That's right, it's Theat Accounts. They're an accounting company that specialize in working with performers. So they know all the things that we can claim back and it's so simple. You upload your invoices and bank statements to their website and they do all the work for you. It's cheap, it's easy and once you try it, I guarantee you will not regret it. It has changed my tax life. Just email info at theataccounts.co.uk. That's theat, T-H-E-A-T, accounts. So again, that's info at theataccounts.co.uk. Make sure you tell them you're from the Ins and Outs podcast and you'll get some five-star VIP treatment. You will get treated like a king. Honestly, they've changed my life. They've made it so much easier. They've removed the stress from tax and they can do the same for you. Boom. The Ins and Outs Podcast with your host, Kane Silver. In this episode of the Ins and Outs Podcast, I speak to ex-professional dancer and now personal trainer, Samuel Downing. Sam isn't just any personal trainer. He is a supplementary hybrid personal trainer for dancers. He does safe and sustainable stretch sessions with dancers. So basically, he's specializing his personal training qualification and knowledge to help dancers be fit, healthy, and be able to perform like an athlete to the highest of their ability. Um, I really enjoy this conversation with Sam because a massive passion of mine besides dance is health and fitness. So I was very excited to talk to him. And what got me even more excited was how much we agree on. Um, And I kind of go off on a bit of a tangent and it ends up me talking quite a lot. And kind of just checking that what I'm saying is correct or what I believe is correct with someone who is educated more than I am so I had a great time learning myself talking to Sam so I hope you all do this is the longest introduction ever but this episode is definitely very beneficial for anyone who has a career or is trying to have a career as a performer um please go and check out Sam on Instagram at Samuel Downing um and He's got lots of, well, Samuel Down in PT, I apologize. Samuel Down in PT. Um, and he's got a website coming soon where you can get more information on his work. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Here is the incredible Samuel Downing. Hey, buddy. Hey, how's it going? Uh, I'm good, man. How are you? Very well, thank you. Very I'm sorry well. for the delay. I was out running to the car to get my headphones and then I got caught by a neighbor and got into a conversation and then I was like, shit. I've not set up. I was like, I've got to go. I've got to pour myself a gin. I've got to set up my camera. <laughs> no problem at all. No problem. Mate, are you, are you tired? Because that nine o'clock start this morning got me. <laughs> well, do you know what? Tell the light. I was actually up at 6.45. I actually did a workout beforehand. Oh, my God. So I did a workout. I was still sweaty. I, was, I washed my face, put a new top on, and I was like, good to go. It was like, yeah, come on, then. <laughs> I was like, since COVID since this new lifestyle yeah. i haven't got to i haven't had to be up to do exercise yeah that early in so long i've been at once and my mate did an online workout and i was like a guest on his instagram and kind of did it with him but i didn't have to talk <laughs> i yeah. didn't have to do anything i just followed along whereas today nine o'clock telling 50 people what to do i was like 
oh my goodness like my body and my brain were not in sync i was like this yeah sometimes when you, yeah when you have to talk so much you're like blah, blah, blah. i'm like just wait just chill hey how are so, you yeah. finding uh working at the moment via this new scenario via the phone or the internet well i'm not gonna lie but i actually i've done this before so this i was i've been doing online pt for about two years prior to this so okay. um yeah it's just not like a big shock for me so it, it, it was for i think for, for rosina when she first started i was like well i do this all the time literally so uh, yeah. so we've been teaching each other i think how to do it um yeah for me i actually love it because then you can you see the person front on you can really analyze the body get all the corrections mm -hmm. so for me personally i prefer then actually live workouts or when i'm with a student because sometimes yeah. i think they work harder for me as well so yeah. well for, <laughs> for me for dance i feel like i've lost the the people Connection. who might feel, the, yeah. Well, yeah, that, but I feel like the people that might feel vulnerable are willing yeah. to try a bit harder because there's not 30 people looking at them. You know, yep. they're, in the, they're in their own safe space. But at the same time, I feel like I've lost that energy. Like it got to about three hours in today and I was counting us through the routine and I thought to myself, how many times have I counted this through now? I'm sure we were yeah. meant to just do it once and do music. And I was kind of like, I speak to myself so much, my brain goes, and then comes back. Yeah you know you sidetracked like, oh. don't you right because there's no response that's yeah. what i'm struggling with it's like how's everyone are you all okay silence <laughs> like yeah that's what i'm struggling it's with. yeah i think it's harder on the zoom kind of the zoom software because they they're all muted but when you do facetime or like stuff like this where you like i can see you interact with me and then yeah. you, you're talking back instantly like when i do one-on-one -on -one clients like that but yeah in a group setting it's much much harder because like i want energy to yeah. you know to pr progress so, yeah. Well, I guess uh, uh, when you're doing it on FaceTime, one on one, the, one on one with the client, it's kind of like being inhuman. Yeah, yeah, you is, know, yeah. to a degree. But, it's yeah, because you got to build a rapport, have a conversation, have a chit chat. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's dope. So, Sam, um, I was really intrigued to talk to you. I mean, for anyone who's listening, that we're speaking like we've known each other forever, and like, yeah. hey, how are you? But we've never actually met. We've never nope. we've spoke via message. But yeah. um, obviously, I know Rosina and you know she's a wonderful human and i was like i need to speak to sam because she's kind of mentioned about what you do before and from seeing you via social media the new way of networking and feeling like you know people even though you've never met them um yeah <laughs> it's like what you do is really interesting to me so from what i gather and correct me if i'm wrong your your goal now is or what you do now is train specialized training for dancers Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so do you want to just explain a bit about what you do and kind of give yeah, a little so introduction? Like, this is like kind of how I explain it to when, when we do workshops and stuff. So basically I take movement from dance and then make it into an exercise that's relative to them. Mm -hmm. um, and to and train the body smarter, get the, get the students and more educated in the way that how they, the movement works. Yeah. Uh, for example, when Rosine does her pirouette surgery workshops, I always do a complementary conditioning section. So I work the inner thighs, the supporting leg, the obliques, the mm -hmm. lats. So it complements what they're going to do in the pirouettes later on. Yeah. So that's what I do. Like I find the weaknesses in the student one-to-one -one or a class setup and then build from there. So create strength within the weakness. Yeah. yeah. Which is, uh, yeah, that, that I, I love that. Cause I feel like, when I was in college, my, uh, this was a long time ago and it didn't last yes, very long. <laughs> my college didn't last very long, but it was a long time ago. The whole, my whole conditioning, I was only conditioned via the dance I was doing. 
yes you know and that was that was what it was and i'd get the odd ballet teacher going you should do swimming because it lengthens your muscles and i'm like at the time going okay i didn't know any different i was this chubby ginger kid who just loved to dance yeah um, by making a career in dance realizing how important it was to look a specific way as a commercial dancer let alone be able to perform a specific way and what i found was figuring that out on my own i did it the wrong way many times lots of trial and error with no real understanding and following things and tips from magazines yeah from the internet and there was no one really that i could look at and go i need to do what they're doing because there was no one doing exercise or fitness that complemented a dancer everything was about lifting weights building muscle being bulky which which i'm very good at (laughs) (laughs) through lots of time and practice um And it never really carried over. And what I feel like was a massive missing link was the more I got into that, I need to look a specific way and be big and muscly, it sacrificed on the performance aspect of stuff. And it was about finding that balance. And the things I was seeing via the magazines and via YouTube like five, six years ago wasn't complementing what I was trying to achieve uh, performance-wise. Oh, yeah, totally agree. So even though I looked like I should be able to do everything, yeah, I became rigid, stiff, and bulky, and I couldn't do everything. No, I understand. Yeah, you know what I mean, so it's, it's about getting the well, yeah. Again, for me, it's about getting the body all like you know in conditions that's more effective for the dance. Yeah, yeah. So, I think for commercial aspect, it's more about the aesthetics, isn't it? Of how you look. Yeah. And that's how you get. Sometimes you get booked by the way you look and the way yeah. you match up with other people or the models or model dancers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but for me, my goal is literally before is literally getting your body right so then so and you know prevention preventing the injuries so then the, your teachers can then put the amazing choreography on top of that all the tricks yeah. all the elements and stuff like that so i'm about building the foundations yeah. like when i teach little kids i relate it's like i'm the math teacher of school literally the, the subject you don't want to do but it's basic you've got to know it and then then you go up to do all the, the crazy art and the you know making cakes and stuff like that you know <laughs> yeah yeah no i love that so about Four years ago, maybe four or five years ago, yeah, I I discovered um, kind of like this animal flow kind oh, of movement. Yeah, yeah. Like it's very popular now, but back then it was very new. And the guy I've just had a complete mind blank. The guy who was mainly known for it was Conor McGregor's trainer. Uh, it'll come to me in a minute. Spanishy looking guy like amazing and i was like oh my god he's so mobile and agile Mm. but he's still so explosive and strong and then i kind of started taking movements that he was doing like he would do very like like bear crawls and lizard crawls and stuff where like it's about okay when you're doing your lizard crawl it's not just about being in a push-up position and crawling you're opening your hips and you're having uh, thoracic mobility and you have to be able to That's rotate it. and and then I was like oh I need to start incorporating these things because mm. when I before I understood about weight training and stuff my idea was either well you want to get fit you just go for a run yeah and I and I'll, we'll get to this eventually but to me I was like okay I'll, well I'll do that and the more I've learned as we've gone through this journey from I'd say 17 starting dance college to kind of 26 when I started figuring out what works and what doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I found out everything I was doing and being told somehow was having a negative effect on me. 
Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. If, okay. Even though there are positives, all yeah. this extra cardio I was being told to do isn't, benef isn't benefiting me because I'm dancing yeah. six hours a day. I don't need more yeah, cardio. You got the cardio already, yeah. I'm, I'm a cardio king, queen, <laughs> in fact. Like, I'm doing so much cardio. And then the weight training I was doing wasn't benefiting me because I was training like my goals were to be a bodybuilder because that's the only information that was out there. And it's yeah. great because I feel like you're the first person that I've seen, which is, that, um, I may be wrong, I don't know, but I've never seen anyone that specializes in this kind of training. And that's why I wanted to talk to you because it really interests me because I've always been saying it's something that is needed. Oh yeah, 100%. I think when I left college as well, I found that the, that was the, the gap within my training. Like I didn't know how to lift the girls, you know, work, you know, that you gotta get strong to the part of their classes. Okay, so how'd you do that? Okay, lift some weights, but how did you do that? Like, I didn't know how to do that, you know? And it's about, you, you just pick up the weight and, you know, do what you think, like you said, in the magazines or the, uh, what you see on YouTube or stuff like that, right? So, um, yeah, so for me, I think, yeah, I, think I have got a niche little market. Um, and it's about training the dancers, like, you know, like Rosine says about smarter, like, and more efficiently. Mm -hmm. And rather than, you know, wasting time, do like an hour's conditioning session, rather than just like do 30 minutes, you know, like, you know, very smart stuff, like mobility, like you said. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the animal, like the bear core stuff, I love all that. Like that's, I love to put that in my training. Cause it's like a natural movement as well, isn't it? It's all about the natural movements that, that we have. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So yeah, I, I like integrating everything together. What you just said, where it's like, it doesn't need to be an hour's conditioning. It just needs to be 30 minutes smart. is like heaven to my ears. Yes. Cause how, how many times do you get people go to you? So how long do you train? Oh yeah. All how the time. often do you literally. train? And I'm like, until I feel like I'm done until yeah, I've done, literally. until I've done the, the things I'm trying to achieve for the day. Like there's no yeah. time. There's no, this is the set reps and the set thing. And I have to complete this. Otherwise it's wrong. Like, you know what I mean? And it's getting, people to understand our body and as dancers and performers our whole training is based around understanding our body oh, but then sure. as yeah, soon 100%. as it comes as soon as it comes to exercise we have no understanding of it no clue and and sometimes like, i think our profession is sometimes an overkill as well because when when i take say a ballet dancers into like my sessions they love to overtrain so i have to tell them to stop training like stop because they you know they're, they're doing like five days a week, full training, they're, mm -hmm. they're doing so much of their body activity, right? Yeah. Um, so I always sometimes have to regress their training, like give them short, sharp exercises. And, mm -hmm. and sometimes you have to really map it out for people because you know, as dancers, we love being perfectionists and getting everything right. And we like to do over and over again, which is what we do anyway, right? We condition yeah. our body to do the same movement over and over again, especially if you're in shows or even just doing like, you know, touring shows and stuff like that, you do the same movement over and over again. And that's what I do also in my sessions is the same movement patterns, but then adding variations or adding weight, adding resistance to make it a little bit harder or even regress. But uh, yeah, it's about not overtraining as well. It's about being smart in the, tr in the training, making sure it's all effective. Yeah, because yeah. what I notice is, um, especially with dancers, uh, they love to sweat. Yes, you know? yeah, if, yeah. They're not, if they're not sweating, they're not working. Yeah. They, love to, they love to feel the burn or like they say, they're like, yeah. and uh, it's like they love taking like a cardio class or a hit class or something where they're exerting lots of energy and they go, I'm burning lots of calories. But all it's kind of doing is representing what they've done in that six hour rehearsal. 
Yes, exactly. Just in a different way. And my whole thing has always been trying to like, obviously I teach at Wilkes as well with Rosina and yeah. I don't, I don't teach at any other colleges. So I only, I always use them as an example. My yeah. goal is always to explain to them is like, when you leave college and you go into the gym, like, what are you doing? And they'll be like, well, I did 20 minutes cardio. And I'm like, stop. Like <laughs> you don't need yeah. to sweat. You don't need yeah, to move don't anymore. If anything, you probably need to just lay down. (laughs) You you don't. (laughs) When's your recovery day? (laughs) Yeah, you don't need more calories burned via cardio. And they don't understand the the damage that they're doing by trying to extort more energy to their metabolism, to their CNS system. Like, and they don't understand all of these things. And I'm trying to find a way to get them to understand it or learn it without it having to be boring, fickle science. Yes, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Because they're already doing seven hours a day of learning and understanding. So it's trying to find a simple way for them to learn and understand without their brain having to work hard again because it's already worked. Yeah, that's just Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I I don't know. um, I was a bit bemused when some colleges, they do warm-ups like every single class as well. Like, what's that about? Yeah. Or or (laughs) then, but my other thing is, is your warm-up, specific to the for the movement yes for the movement that you're going to do so if i'm teaching a commercial clap a clap class <laughs> why would i have you for a warm-up do star jumps or yeah run, exactly. or, or run my yeah. my warm-up is always specific so when i get asked to teach will you teach a fitness class or will you do a warm-up class i make that class specific to the the skill set i'm trying to deliver so we yeah, learn exactly. how to do a two-step for 20 minutes and sell yeah. that two-step like there's a thousand people watching and we're going to get paid for it or we make it specific where we practice house steps we practice a shuffle a house step from side to side that's our cardio hello rosina hello. Hello. <laughs> that's that's our warm-up that's our cardio that's our fitness yeah so we make it specific to the skill required as opposed to going we're just going to run now because if mm. we do that in every class we're just exerting all yeah. of our glycogen stores, all of the energy sources that we have. So by the time it gets to learning the specific skill that we're there to learn, mm. there's no energy for that. We're drained. Yeah, totally. hundred percent. Yeah. So how do we get away? This, this is why I want to talk to you because I believe yeah, yeah. I'm understanding that we're on the same page. Oh yeah. T- 100%. How, how do we find a way to teach people that their warm up doesn't need to be cardio based or calorie burning like we need to prime their body for what they're about to try and achieve next yeah it needs to be dynamic it needs to be mobilizing it needs to be you know then taking the element like you said of what you're going to do in the main body of the class into that main dynamic warm-up yeah uh it obviously it's going to start with the people who run the college right (laughs) yeah the curriculum people who the the course leaders so curriculum based isn't it um I guess there's a little bit of theory. Like I always said to, like I jokingly say to Rory, Rosina's assistant, do a B-tech in anatomy and physiology, and then you're done. Literally know the body. Yeah. Because um, my experience for when I did my, my college, it was very obviously theory based, being a BA when you, a studio centre. Uh, but then the anatomy was very mixed match. It was either ba- real, real basic, like mm-hmm. oh here is a femur, you know, here is a bone, like you know, very basic to high level, like ins and outs of like the the body and stuff like that which i didn't really get at that age 18 years old like moving to london one and like oh my god now i've got to learn about the body from being a basic level up to like scientific 
science, mm-hmm. you know, science geeks, which I, yeah, there's no in between. So when I retrained as a personal trainer, I really got into the science. I actually loved the science bit, like of yeah. finding out the body. Um, and then that's why I love like, passing on. So I don't know, maybe like a brief stint of like little bit of anatomy for them, mm-hmm. like knowing the muscles. Cause I don't know about you, but do you find that sometimes the kids don't know what they do, what the bodies are, <laughs> like yeah. what the basic muscles and stuff. So, well, so yeah. yeah, no, completely. Yeah, like, uh, I don't know if Rosine said this before, too before, but when we were in New York, like as um, students, we had like younger kids, teenagers in our classes, knowing their bodies, like knowing exactly where their muscles are. And all of our teachers would, would teach anatomically as well. So they, they say that all the muscle names. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's, that's a good start, like teaching anatomically. So rather than like, oh, lifting up your leg, you know, lifting up what? Like lifting up your quad muscles. Yeah, lift, yes. lifting up your leg, using what muscle? Yeah, exactly. Engaging yeah. in the thighs, you know, working those glutes, working the hamstrings. You know, I was uh, for me, I always get to the, the students to repeat what I what I say. So all the cue, all the cue lines, like, okay, we're gonna squeeze the heels to engage what, and they're like, oh, they're gonna fight, they're gonna feel it first, then they can recognize it. Yeah. Obviously, sometimes if they're really, really young, they can point at it, like, which is good, but so they know exactly where it is. They or can they feel can it. Tell That's me what, start. Yeah, or they can <laughs> tell me what it is. Yeah um so i don't know if you know but rizina and i we run like a little a little com- competition team within rizina's mum's school mm-hmm. and every time we do like a little homework oh world champions okay sorry nice <laughs> nice <You laughs> she's like that. world champions <laughs> uh, we do like a little homework thing a little test a little exam like body awareness literally like get those skeletons and do like you know little pointing arrows of like oh what's this name what's you know what the names of this bone so we yeah. do little quizzes i think quiz like a little fun quiz um talking anatomically so yeah i think that's really that's definitely very smart because my experience of i mean before college before going to college dance was just it was just movement i didn't know names i didn't know anything i didn't know the the why i didn't know anything it was just like there's a song and i'm moving and it feels (laughs) and then going yeah yeah and then going to college it was like okay then you learn movement you learn names you learn skills you learn plies you learn tondus you learn all these things and it never it never got broken down to me what muscles you're using while you're doing them you just do the movement and then every now and then they'd be like okay like in ballet you'll go you should be squeezing with your inner thighs okay well what kind of things contract the inner thighs besides that movement so we can develop a way to build that mind muscle connection to that specific area so then i'm using the right muscles when doing my plie because yeah. my like I'm very quad dominant. My quads yeah. outgrow my my. I haven't got weak glutes, but where my quads are stroke so strong, they'll overdominate everything from ten years of football and rugby. Yeah. yeah. So when someone beats me, use your inner thighs to develop your leg. I'm like, there's no inner thigh being used here. Like this is <laughs> pure cr- cramp in my quad. And they're like, you've got to feel it for your inner thighs. And there was never a way to break down how to figure out to yeah. use my inner thighs. So what we should have been doing was exercises to develop that mind-muscle connection to my inner thigh. Yes, So definitely. I can figure out that development and where it's meant to feel, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah we 100%. Should, we should have been priming my inner thighs or preparing them to be active yeah. before we try and do it. And all those things, I feel like we skip out. We just so maybe say the, the words and accept, yeah. expect the student to figure it out. To, to know, yeah. Maybe like the... Okay, ideal world. Say that we've got a college now, me and you, mm-hmm. and yeah. Rosina, maybe. It's, it's already, it's already, maybe. She's, maybe. Like, well, she's like, well, champions. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so maybe first hour of the day, every single set, yes, does yeah. literally a mobility session, right? Mm. 
second second hour of the day or second 45 minutes give them a break you know what we're going to do priming the muscles that you're going to do the focus for the day right so think about maybe uh, for me i like i love using pilates pilates is amazing for dancers because obviously yeah. it's designed for them uh, it's anatomical it's, it's precise so that they love it so they love the precision and the corrections of it and they use the micro muscles so the not the main like drivers like the quads and the hamstrings they use the inner thighs use the rotators in the hips so it's about the, the all the small little muscles that are going to help the big muscles work for the day, right? Yeah. Then they're probably then against the classical ballet classes or even just a groove class, right? Just to get mm-hmm. the movement going. So what do you think about that? Yeah, that <laughs> that that sounds like the dream to me. Yeah, because it it's like we start or most colleges start every day with a ballet class, right? Yes. And yeah. in my head, I'm always like, but really, like for me, that's the hardest class to get that mind muscle connection to first thing in the morning. If your yeah. muscles haven't been used all day, how do you how do you get them to prime and engage before you're using the, the lesson where they're needed the most? That's it. Because yeah. you don't need them the most in commercial or hip hop because we're just moving and grooving, right? We're not developing yeah. our leg and holding it for two days. No. Like we're just, I guess, is a cardio based class and the skill set you're trying to achieve isn't. Uh, strength-based via muscles, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's it's yeah. a movement quality. Whereas if you're doing a ballet class to start with, and you're doing ballet bar, okay, yeah, you'll start and you'll do plies and tondus, and you'll be engaging their muscles. But what about the people who can't figure their muscles out yet? Yes, that's it. Like yeah. how how way back do we have to go? We have to go before we figure out plie. We have to go. This is what this should feel like. I can't feel my inner thigh in this plie. Well, then we need to figure out a new way for you to engage your inner thigh. To build yeah. that to build that relationship, right? Yeah, For those yeah, totally. To yeah. and I feel like we would skip a whole learning phase of doing stuff wrong. Yes, that's it. Like we guess... jump a whole we jump a whole term of doing things badly because you'd 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 feel it right away. Yeah, yeah. Again, I was, then the da- the danger is then obviously the people who they bring in the kids that are, are super talented the ones that probably don't really need college but they go to college anyway yeah th- that's hard for them isn't it for them to bring them down to a level you know how i think a lot of colleges love to level everyone out whereas yeah. why not can't you have the really advanced people doing the stuff that they can do mm-hmm. but then yeah you mix yeah get it like a tier system within within it yeah, yeah. I, def- no, I, def- I definitely agree i definitely think it's needed and my other thing um and going back to earlier where it's like when i speak to sh- uh dancers even not even students just dancers and i go okay so what do you do for exercise and they go i go to co-box or i go to cycle and i'm like this has having zero or very minimal benefit to your goal to you, as yeah. as your sport specific right like you don't see ice hockey players go in and training like a rugby player they have That's sport. Right. They have sport specific movements, like yeah. so. We need to find the right sport specific movements that work for us. So yeah. I always try to go. I had a class with the first years. I mean, on their first term, trying to break down kind of exercise and what 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 their goal was. And I was like, what are the things we need? We need to be agile. Yep. We need to be explosive. Yeah. And we need to be mobile. Like there are three things that we're trying to achieve as a dancer. So what exercises carry over? So instead of doing a hundred squats and sweating as fast as you can and doing as many as you can in a short amount of time, that doesn't carry over to our goal because then it becomes a conditioning class and that doesn't work on how explosive or strong we are. Are we not, are we not better off doing it three times the best we can do it and then do it again in five minutes? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. To trigger those fast twitch muscles. 
right? Yeah, yeah, that's it. And then uh, obviously then you can switch it off and you can have more endurance phases where you can continue the movement. So do a tempo onto the squat. So then it yeah. can be more endurance for them. So which then, then can relate to like a, a den plie, eh? going slow yeah. and then stretch. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. But then my argument for that would be if it was to a student who's in college for eight hours a day, they don't need any more conditioning. No, that's it. If, if the dancing is their conditioning at that point, right? Yeah, like the best way to condition yourself as a dancer to do a show is by dancing, right? Because it's specific. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. a, a boxer doesn't go in and go, I need to train for 15 rounds to be a, to fight by doing 15 rounds worth of running because it's not the same. It's not the no. same output. So dance would be the most sport specific way. So I think for doing it, if you are a dancer and you're not on a job and you've only got a certain amount of time to go to the gym, yeah, that'd be a great way of replicating it or finding yeah. a way of replicating your show energy output on a treadmill or via an exercise. But yeah. for like, cause that's kind of the target. Sorry, am I back? Yeah, that's it. You're good. The, say we're targeting a college student specifically. We don't want to do anything that's going to get their heart rate going is in a cardio specific kind of way, right? Yeah, that's it. No, I agree. Uh, yeah, keep them at steady state um, and then just working those muscles. Like, I, I think you pointed this earlier as the mind and muscle connection. Did you say that, right? Yeah. Yeah, I love that statement. Like, literally, I think... I think uh, I was just I was just working in a gym at that point, and I find an article about it about the connection of the mind and muscle. And yeah. as soon as you connect it together, that's when the more growth happens within the muscle bed. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I feel that really works with dancers um, when you get them to do it or engage in it, because they don't really sometimes feel their bodies. Do you not think yeah. they, they, they always, I think maybe they're always worried about like maybe the timing, rhythm, performance aspect. Obviously, mm -hmm. for me, I would strip that back and said I don't care about that. Yeah. mine's about alignment and posture mm -hmm. and what you're actually doing physically with your body right so yeah so yeah i totally agree with that about you know always connecting the mind and muscle together yeah yeah okay so say we were to give um people at home or listeners and let's just say their goal is whether they're a student or not but they're a dancer yeah if we were to give them three things to target or four things to target of what's going to benefit them fitness wise like that they should be working on to achieve the goals that are sport specific to them. What, what do you think they would be? Uh, uh, main point for me would always be posture and alignment. So whatever movement they're practicing or doing, mm -hmm. just think about the breakdown of their movement, the movement patterns are, are their alignment, is their feet pronating or externing? Mm -hmm. Um, and then the knee pattern and the hips as well. Um, Again, it's very simple. It's very targeted, isn't it? Like you know, whatever they're practicing, they have to really break it down. Like break break down those movements. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What, what are you thinking? I don't know. I always try and find things which carry over to that. Like we'll carry over to the skills that we need. So say like, okay, we want to develop our legs without it just being a plie. Yeah. I would be like, okay, we're gonna do a sissy squat because you have to keep your core engaged because you have to be able to balance you have to yeah. have strong ankles and you have to be able to keep your knees in alignment that's it yeah like i would try and target those specific things or okay well where we need to be able to jump yeah we're going to do a show you're a dancer you especially as a male you want to be able to jump high so we're going to go from a position on our knees 
to be as explosive as we can to hop up into second on our feet or yeah. to do a from a lunge position to drive that working knee to the sky and explode as high as you can off the floor so then when you're prepping to do a jeté where you push off one leg you've got that explosive power yeah, where, it, yeah. where i guess you're not worrying about am i turned out am i feet mm, pointed yeah. and you're not worrying about all these extra difficulties which are attached to the skill you're working on a performance specific movement only yeah yeah you know what i mean yeah there's, t- there's times where you're going to forget about the posture that the alignment or even the arms like in that sense just yeah. the action isn't it it's about the action getting that goal mm-hmm. yeah and like say it was um say you're for a male yeah uh we most of the time have to be more not more strong as we bad english we have to be stronger we have to be stronger uh upper body wise physically than a female yeah because normally yeah. we're the we're the lifting partner um yeah. so say you want to be doing the typical dirty dancing lift like how do you prepare for that how do you strengthen yourself for that without being able to do it and practice it on a human and the risk of dropping them like i would go well you want to practice grabbing a kettlebell and being able to hold it over your shoulder but with your shoulder packed not scrunched up in a that's it yeah a neutral position which is stable right or yeah. even with a barbell because if yeah. you can practice holding that then it's going to carry over to the specific thing that you're trying to do it doesn't need to be i'm at the weight i'm at the gym and i'm lifting weights to build muscle because that's not specific to the movement patterns that you're going to be using yeah or even i would say maybe two dumbbells and because obviously with that lift, with that lift, it's like a slight arch in the back, isn't it? So you're really lifting that chest. Yeah. Maybe doing like the push up that like that way, so we drive yeah. it. Yeah. And obviously you want to get the initial drive up as well, so explosive up and then slowly down, maybe to have some resistance. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Work on the explosive because I guess you're not doing an up and down motion. You are exploding up and then working on the. Yeah. You're doing an isometric hold at the top, essentially. Yes, you are. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. No. So maybe you could use two sets: one explosive going up, and then one holding up. Yeah. Yeah. That's ice makes you hold. Oh, um. Okay. So then, what about? And it's weird because I feel like, and <laughs> people are gonna get mad. But the the issue when when it comes to fitness and dance isn't normally targeted at boys. Yeah. I feel like most of the time boys will just go. I'm just gonna go to the gym, and they'll figure out what works and what doesn't. Yeah. Whereas girls go. I can't lift weights because I don't want to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to lift weights because I don't want to be big and bulky. And I'm like, if only it was that easy. Like, <laughs> you know, if only it was that simple. And that's why I believe they end up doing cardio or co-box or cycle because they're like, well, it's cardio. It's good for me. And I always try and explain that uh, that's not going to benefit you because if anything is going to damage your metabolism. Yeah. Because sure. your, your output is already through the roof. So what, what kind of things for, for girls would you try and aim them towards doing? Um, maybe more banded work. So adding resistance bands that, especially for inner thigh work or outer thighs. Cause I, I feel sometimes, uh, female students are more likely cause they're more high, more, you know, stereotypically they're more flexible than boys. Right. Yeah. So, and they're also more hypermobile than boys. So mm-hmm. their turnout and alignment is always sometimes off, especially if they're so if they're so overtrained as well, if they're used to training a lot, mm-hmm. but they're, you know, the pronation is always out. Like, you know, you see those girls in the corridor with their feet turned out. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Turn them in, turn them in. Yeah. Yes. It's about working the rotators. Um, 
but yeah, for for me, I was I get the weights straight on them. Like I don't don't really don't mess about with that. So I have like you know seniors that in Rosina's mum's school who use dumbbells, use weights, use plates. I guess when you yeah, the, yeah they are grown up and they are trained. She's saying, yeah. <laughs> which is true. If they're not like young ones, I mean, yeah. I think it's maybe because I always have a positive message about it. So rather than saying that, oh, girls don't do this. No, girls, you can do that. Here, you're going to pick up that. Like, what? Oh, my God. No, no, you can pick it up. I know you can hold it. Like, mm -hmm. just try it. And then they, they get surprised by themselves but when they complete a set. And it's like, oh, my God, I, I did it. You know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, there's no really, yeah, don't really stereotype it, I think. Um, yeah. But I think maybe because it's the lack of the knowledge of it that's why they think that they can't lift weights or maybe that's a stereotype of it all, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Especially like you said, girls are tip uh, prone to be more loose or more flexible. Yeah. And then normally, n normally, not always, that means you're more prone to injury. Yes. So if anything, you're the people that need to be lifting the weights and you're the people yes. that need, you need to be doing the strength work because mobility sure. flexibility without strength is an instability right yep yeah, i agree and, That's it. And, and actually you're more prone to injury than you were if you were less flexible and more stable yes yeah, that's it 100% like because i'm i'm not flexible at all and strong as an ox and I, i've never i've never been injured nothing can <laughs> like it sounds silly but nothing can ever no, fall out of place my yeah. my muscles and tight ligaments hold everything in place and i know that doesn't benefit me for being a, a leg kick or a split but yeah. i i'm very injury free you know whereas no, what i found was yeah. everyone who's super mobile where they, they don't have that strength and stability if they're tired or exhausted because they've done a 10 hour day and they're coming in and just going oh well i'll just do this number one more time yeah boom goes an injury because they're not yeah, got that totally strength agree. Yeah, it's about the body type, isn't it? It's about you know realizing, oh, especially as a teacher, educators, about realizing what you what you have in front of you and how you can help them develop that. Especially mm. if they're if they're their first years or coming new to the college, and um, it's about getting that program set for them, isn't it? But I, you know, yeah, totally agree. You have students that are super hyper mobile or flexible, but then lacking the strength, can't hold their leg up, but they can throw it. Yeah, and then yeah. you've got the people who are super strong, hold their legs up 90 degrees, decent size, you know, decent, you know, height, and then they're, they're stable. Yeah, so it's yeah. about knowing your body type. It's about, you know, knowing the ins and outs of the body. Hey, yeah, look at that, ins nice. and outs. Plug, nice. <laughs> you've done that twice now, but I let the person slip, but thank you. Uh, <laughs> um, it's like, uh, I tried to say, if you feel like something, you should probably do it, right? Because we, yeah. gravi we gravitate towards the things we're good at. Definitely. So I, I'm, I'm really good at being strong. If you ask me to lift weights or do push-ups or something, oh yeah, no doubt, without breath. Yeah. If you go, yo, you should stretch, do yoga class. I'm like, like, no, oh, I hate it. But that's because I'm crap at it. That's because I need to do it. It's so uncomfortable, for me, it? Yeah, it's uncomfortable. So for me, I'm the person that should benefit for that. But say, yeah. I'm going to use Rosina as an example because she's there. But say because she's uh, very loose. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if she is. I'm just guessing. Um, no, she say she, yeah. Say she's very loose and maybe she might not like lifting weights. This is just example, not guaranteed. But then maybe she's the person that needs to go, do you know what? Today, I don't need to stretch. I need to do some stability work or strength work to support my lagging side because I'm already strong on the... I'm already at a high level on the flexible point. Yeah. And I feel like as humans, we always do that, right? Yes, we do. Yeah. 
as, as let alone as dancers as humans yeah just as humans we, yeah we always favor what we like right like yeah uh for me i love chest press but i hate pull-ups yeah so like first thing i do get to that pull-ups when i'm in the gym that is anyway yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah. always go for your weaker side and, that, and that's what i try to do for my dancers as well as especially on a one-on-one basis find out what the weakness is you know get into that deep conversation about things and then you, you then you build on that and then make it a good thing for them make it stronger so yeah, yeah. and other things that i feel like doesn't get taught to them and i'm not saying all dancers should go and do weight training but i i i really believe that it's a it's a it's going to be a staple in our training to make us it needs better. to be a core staple it, right it needs to be something and i'm not saying we need to do 28 bicep kills to get a big no. bicep because having a big bicep isn't going to carry over no but learning how to do a strong squat or just hold an overhead press or do specific a, a weighted lunge you know we're not only thinking about muscle building i'm talking about bone density i'm yeah. talking about strengthening your ligaments mm-hmm. i'm talking about working your secondary muscles not even the primary muscle that you're working because it's all going to come around and carry over on stability yeah that's and it. that's and as a dancer I, which i missed earlier and i should have said that our goals are to be agile explosive yeah. and i guess stability strong yeah that's you it. know yeah so totally what agree. so do you think yeah so here you go this is this will piss people off even more do you think that before we attack students we need to attack the principals and the teachers to pass that information on 100 <laughs> percent. because because if they're is- going in if they're going into a teacher's class and the teacher's going today for the warm-up before we dance we're going to jog well, that's, they're about to dance for an hour. Why are they doing more cardio to prepare exactly. for cardio? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's about the education, isn't it? It's about putting that forward. And and I think our industry is forever changing. It's forever de- developing. And the demands of what is needed for the dancers of these days is so much higher than when we were training, I guess, right? Oh, uh, much higher. 100%. So like, all the tricks, all the elements that you got to do, um, yeah, it's got to be needed for sure. It's it's in some pathways of some colleges and some establishments, especially in America, it's already there. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, like what Rosine and I love to do is bring it over here, like bring it into the classes that we teach in the workshops, you know, where some studios or some dance schools that don't have conditioning at all on their timetable, like obviously the dance teacher would do their own version of conditioning. Right. So then I love it when the teachers watch my classes. I Sometimes I, invite them into my classes because mm. obviously they're the ones that are going to teach them weekly so why don't you learn from me and then you can do these exercises in yeah. your classes so yeah it's about the education it's for sure yeah but yeah but yeah, you know, right. <laughs> what you say what you say it's like running into the window <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 it is that's very blunt but it is like running into the window correct <laughs> <laughs> nicely done <laughs> nicely done Rosino. because it's like Okay, no offense to people who we like. Uh, it's the hype teachers, isn't it? That get the work and they get the get the demand from the students, or they they love that. Uh, and like I said, like I'm, you know, my, our job our job as fitness educators for dancers uh, as more is more like you know math space, you know, the maths teacher, the boring bit. But sometimes it's the more rewarding bit as well. It's the more you feel the progression. Um, so yeah, yeah, but like. Go on, Rosina. What's she saying? What does she, she want? Say? Does she want a microphone? 
No, I don't really pick anybody out and film them, do I? Because in fitness classes, <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> no, you don't pick anyone. Unless they're really good. Um, <laughs> yeah, unless they've got six back. I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, unless they look like me. I'm not joking. Um, so, because for me, I, I'm not qualified in fitness at all. I don't have one qualification in it, but I have a lot of knowledge in it because yeah. I've researched it a lot. Yeah. And I've figured out, you know, at 20 years old, I was told I'm a really good dancer, but I don't look the part. So my goal was just to look the part. And then I did that all wrong and I damaged my metabolism. And then I ate a carb and I felt fat and bloated because, you know, I, yeah. I ruined my metabolism. And then the whole past six years have been about building my metabolism, then finding what training works for me for a, my job as a dream boy because I have to look at a, an aesthetically specific yes. way. And then yeah. noticing that this doesn't benefit me sports specifically because then it doesn't carry across to my craft. Yeah, because now I look the part and I'm the big hulk, hunky, bulky ginger guy. It does now. I don't dance like I danced. So yeah. for me, it's been educating myself, but I don't have the the creditations to go along with it. Whereas you're you're qualified PT, so that's why I needed you on here to go, <laughs> just to make sure that when I, kind of to teach me if I'm wrong. Yeah, but Perfect. also confirm me if I'm right. You know, yeah, yeah. like what you said so far, so I agree as well. Like, but if yeah, I am 100%. wrong, I want to be educated as well. So that's why you're here because I know lots of PTs who go, "Yeah, you should just do this," and I'm like, "Well, that doesn't make sense for the goals that we need as a yeah, that's it dancer. I can't yeah. be able, I can't do 600 reps on my legs today because I've got to dance at 9 a.m. tomorrow." Yeah, there's you no know? point, is there? Yeah. Okay, so what do you think about when it comes to training? What is your view on the amount or the quantity of training good question in, in what setting so what's the setting uh, you're a, a dancer who is dancing let's just settle in an average for four days a week or three days a week yeah so you, that could apply to either a student someone trying to be someone chasing the dream to be a working dancer or someone yeah. in a show kind of falls in the middle somewhere <sighs> I would say, so if you say four days, okay, then I would do three to four days of workouts or mm -hmm. small little bits. Um, when they're working, think about the opposing muscles that they're, they're using. So mm -hmm. always train the opposing muscles to what you're working out on. Mm -hmm. um, mobilize every day. So mm -hmm. that could be just a shoulder stretch. That could be a thoracic twist. Something very simple. Again, something that's going to help your weaknesses so always log your weaknesses um get regular checks in with a chiropractor like for your postural checks you know mm -hmm. always like Rizzy and i we love we love our masseuse but we can't obviously have her now because she's uh because it's a quarantine but we we have like Mas monthly mask yeah, and monthly gloves so mask and gloves it's fine <laughs> <laughs> uh but monthly massages to, to take care of the body as well and uh, mm -hmm. to have it to heal and repair obviously um but training-wise, yeah, three to four days every other day or depending on what your schedule is, uh, always have a rest day. Um, and think about short bite size, like 20 to 30 minutes workouts, um, dynamic at the beginning, then your main body workout, and then obviously your stretching to complement what you've just done. Yeah, yeah. so don't just stretch your leg for no reason. If you're not doing legs, you know, just think about the stretches you're actually doing. So. That they're going to benefit for the effort, for the work that you've just done. Yeah, and it's about adding variation. So, say if you can have your basic idea, say low body day is squats and lunges, for example. Yeah, mm -hmm. you could yeah. do that one day. Mm -hmm. and then the next week or the next 
say for you a follow-on pattern of every three days or every other day no what was i say three to four days yeah mm-hmm. so think about labeling one two three and then mm-hmm. that just cycles round. so you say you're doing your squats your lunges then you do your squat and a pulse and, yeah. and a lunge and a pulse mm-hmm. that's week two week three you can add a squat and a rise lunge and a rise that's yeah. week three so adding variations always have yeah. variations yeah something that i found very beneficial um i listened to a podcast by a company called mind pump and they really focus in uh, health and wellness. Um, and they've got three different hosts who all kind of specialize in different fields of fitness. And what I kind of learned from them, which really benefited me, was to change my training from doing the, the bro split yeah. or going today's chest day. And chest I make every session a full body session. So instead of doing my five sets, let's just use generic numbers for generic brains. Yeah. yeah uh, because obviously for me, I'm more in depth and I go, well, what phase am I in? Am I in a, am I in a strength phase? Am I in a deload phase? Like I look at it more in depth, but say for yeah. the basic dancer or human, say we're going for three sets of 10. Instead of doing three sets of 10 on my legs today on a squat and then three sets of 10 on my lunge, I would just do two sets of 10 as a squat today. And then tomorrow do two sets of 10 of a lunge. And I would hit every body part more frequently throughout the week instead yes. of hitting it dramatically in one just day, one day. Yeah. and it needed three days to recover because it's had a, a load Shock. of 600 reps on it in a day. <laughs> yeah. Whereas I spread those and that would be say your chest day or your leg day for the week. And then you wouldn't do it again for another seven days. Yeah. I spread that same amount of volume throughout the week. And really, for me, really that's good. been a, for me, that's been an absolute game changer. Cause then I'm never suffering with DOMS. And for people Good. who don't know what DOMS are, it's delayed onset muscle soreness. Like yeah. I'm never suffering with those things because I'm never damaging myself so much that I need an ample load of time to repair. Yeah. I'm just, I'm constantly sending an anabolic signal as opposed to, uh, I need to rest and recover. Yeah. So I, in, I, I, I try and explain it as say I've got a balloon instead of just banging it in the air once and waiting for it to come down. I just do this. Do you know what I mean? And just keep yeah. tapping it. So I just yeah. keep that that response going. That's pretty. Yeah, that's been a game changer. And I bet it's so weird when you actually feel DOMS like, uh, well, like you know, after a long while. No, yeah. I mean, like, you know, like when you get like a safety drop into like a, someone else's workout, and you're like, oh shit, I don't hate it, <laughs> dude. Like, like I did. I, I used to do this thing called Ab Ripper X. Do you remember right. from P ninety X? I used to yes, do it yeah. all the time. Beach when body. I was, yeah yeah i used to do it all the time when i was younger when i when I, this is when i did everything wrong insanity and, remember that yeah and it was so intense and it was like yeah. 700 reps on your abs and i did yeah. it at the beginning of lockdown i was like i wonder if i can still do that yo i got about four minutes in and i was ready to die and for yeah, four sorry. days i couldn't stand up straight that's the, crazy isn't it the quantity in one load was so much whereas i'm used to just doing uh an abex like a crunch one day an in and out another day a stabilizing exercise the other day a rollout another day where i combined all of this in one session dude i couldn't move and i was like how did i used to live like this this isn't comfortable and obviously (laughs) you adapt yeah then that means every workout would be i don't know 25 minutes just for that one thing i haven't got time for that yeah that's crazy isn't it it is a shocker when you when you try something not yeah when you when you've got your little routine and you like you're not you're not feeling doms you're constantly hitting different body parts or different variations of the body parts 
opposing mm. and uh, what you're actually using. And then when you do something out of the blue, like to catch you out, you're like, oh, fuck. Feeling this yeah. Times, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like, uh, if you think of, so this is what I think as well should be implied. I'm going to get in trouble. But when like students first start college or they go back after term, I know that most students or dancers on their break aren't putting in the same amount of work that they were put in before half term. So yeah. they've gone from eight hours a day yeah. to maybe 30 minutes a day. And they go, well, I went for a jog today. I know, but your normal output is at a nine and now you're working at a two yeah. for six weeks. And then when you come it's back, intensity, isn't it? and when you come back, you're going to go straight back to a nine. You're going to die. Like yeah. you're going to be broken after the first few days, you're going to be broken. So my thing is as well that I want to teach dancers to understand that when they're working within a working term, they don't really need to do much extra work. Yes. Nothing but then when they're off, they have to, uh, this is all of us during shutdown. That's correct, birds in the wild. That's 100% correct. We need to be able to somehow match it. Yes. Right? Yeah. Um, you have to replicate what, it. Yeah. And what happens to especially students, and I, I, I'm not hating on them, but they're the prime example that it always happens to, is that they're in college, they exercise, I don't know, 10 hours a day or eight hours a day they yeah. go home and they're taking in crap calories and probably yeah. not eating enough calories yeah. so they're taking in 1500 calories for the day because they don't get enough time to eat and then half term comes and they get to go home and be with mummy and daddy who make every meal for them and then they're probably consuming two and a half three thousand calories a day plus an ice cream because they're feeling themselves four thousand <laughs> and they've probably put out like a hundred yeah. calories worth of the day and they go well i've worked out today i've done a half hour but yeah. you, your metabolism isn't you've prepared for the past six months your metabolism to work like this and yeah, now you've agreed. slowed it down and it's all these things that we're not teaching them and that's why when i believe when students leave college it goes two ways right and maybe you'll you'll agree or disagree please tell me if i'm wrong go for it, go for it. they either balloon and get really big yeah because they're they've been they start eating as much or more than they were when they were putting out more cardio or they were overtraining so much when they're in college that when they leave they actually lose weight yeah because yeah. their metabolism has started to fix itself that's you know? so true yeah and, and when they're not taught these things no like so i think nutrition is a big thing a big thing to be taught and not just nutrition for dancers i hate that kind of quotation and that the book that goes about as well yeah <laughs> but we do There's have a book a isn't it nutrition for dancers what the hell is that but, but we do have a different lifestyle to a we do yeah, person we do. that works in an office we do we do have a different lifestyle uh but yeah that needs to be updated for sure um but i think yeah they i think the students definitely need to be educated in that sense right mm -hmm. and they need to take it seriously as well i don't know do you, do you think they take it seriously oh no no and, and i never did like, and I don't look at, I don't judge them for not taking it seriously because they're not educated or informed that they should take it seriously. That's you know, it. like they're not, they're not told these things. So how are they meant to know? All they're told is that you best not look fat in that outfit at the end of your show. Exactly. Yeah. No, they're told if, so I, can stop see, eating, if, I, right? <laughs> if I can see a role in those shorts at the end of your show, you cut. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's what they're told. Yeah. They don't know how to combat these things they just go well in that case i'm gonna stop eating and live like a fucking yeah. rabbit like i'm gonna eat seeds and lettuce all day 
boom, yeah. slower metabolism, fatter person, because they're probably going to go to the gym after it as well. Like ideally, in an ideal world, it would be awesome to get individual like coaching, individual plans, individual nutritional, like, you know, but, you know, obviously then you've got to think about that. Are they going to follow through with that? Even if they were given that, like, it's about, well, I, yeah, but that's yeah. also down to that determines their whole career or not. Yes. But like that determines if they're going to succeed or not, you know, like yeah. that's one of those, we can give them the information and help them, but then it's up to that person to carry it on. But it, I like that you said that because I should have picked up like the answer should always be it depends, right? Because yeah. me, me and you might not react the same way to a certain amount of output versus a certain amount of input. Yeah. So you're right. It shouldn't be like we should maybe teach everyone basics and then go, okay, this is what you need to work on. Fit dance program just signed in. This could have been fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I don't know who that is, but no, no, she's hey. great. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. I was thinking that we might have just upset someone. Um, no, 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 I don't think so. <laughs> but we should be finding. Uh, okay, so that girl over there, she the more the longer she's been in college, the more weight she's put on. Why is that? What is going? What is she missing? May, when you'll speak to her and go, what are you eating? And she'll go, well, I'm only eating a thousand calories a day. And then we'll go, that's why you're putting on weight because your metabolism is fried. Yeah. You yeah, know what I mean? We it. need to start rebuilding your talent and everyone will have a specific case. But I definitely, it, yeah. I definitely think this is something that needs to be attacked. Like we're so much attacking mental health at the moment. Yeah. And, and that's become a huge thing, which I'm all for. Like I so, think it's yeah. great. But I think a big part of mental health would be this side as well because oh, as a yeah. dancer isn't our biggest problem either we're crap or we don't look good yeah that's it they're the two things that we stress about right yeah 100 percent. yeah um and also i think going back about the intensity as well of like half term break half term even going into college i find obviously on my experience of teaching pre pre-professional students going into the colleges mm -hmm. they was they need that lead up going in as well like it's like boom shock literally 25 hours of classes go yeah no, so lead them on. into it like slow that like build them up you know build their conditioning up build their bodies up you know activate their bodies before they hit their major classes that they yeah. got maybe give for them sure. a three-hour day instead of a six-hour day for the first yeah. two weeks or build like up. nursery right like right, right preschool remember those little kids like yeah have, like, half days half That's day it. half well, day I, I just try and carry it over to all the professions which are far more advanced than us yeah. as a physical profession, like sport, football, you have preseason training. That's you don't it. go straight in, yeah. you don't chill and go straight into a season. You start no. preseason training and then you go into, if you're yeah. a fighter, you have, sometimes if you're out of condition, you don't just have fight camp, you have pre-fight camp. And then yeah. <laughs> like, and I, I don't know why we don't do the same. It's crazy. They can make money from it as well. <laughs> yeah and that's the thing colleges could be like no screw it i'm not telling all them my ideas i'm going to tell you my ideas um but there's definitely something to be combated here because i feel like we're we're doing so well on make giving people the best training mm. but we're yeah. not actually giving them the best training because they're not prepared physically for that training yes 100 percent. you know what i mean so yeah. they might get I'm going to use me or Rosina as an example because we're both kind of here. Yeah. It's all good giving us them for two hours a day and then four other teachers for two hours a day or whatever, but they're not physically prepared for that. So they may as well only have just one person for two hours yeah, a day. That's it. They're, yeah. not, they're, not, they're not reaping the benefits. No, that's it. And how do you find them this morning when you do the warm-up? 
Were they there? Were they mentally prepared? I mean, I kind of let it go because of the conditions we're in. I can't yeah. imagine at 9am when you've been doing via Zoom for the past two months in your kitchen, very motivating. But again, I, I just let that lay down to the ones which are giving it the most are the ones which yeah. are going to have a career and succeed. Yeah, that's it. Because when you leave college, there ain't going to be no one there going, come on, it's 9am, we're going to start. So I, 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 I don't know. I give them benefit of the doubt because I understand it's hard, but at the same time, it's like, you can't yeah. coach, can't be coached forever. No, that's right. Yeah. But when, uh, yeah, that's so true. It's very true. But we're always learning though. We're always learning. So we always, uh, we have, uh, always have a coach somewhere, right? <laughs> a thousand percent. Well, and that's the whole point why I started the podcast because I want yeah. people to get the information that they can't get in a studio. Yeah. That's you know what I mean? Great. Because when we're in a studio, they're not taking in the words that we're trying to teach them vocally to their brain. They're taking in physically the movements. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, can I just sign us out before it kicks us out? Because every time sure. I risk it, I lose the whole conversation and then sign yeah. back in. Yeah. Dope. Thank you so much, dude. Hello. Hey. We're back. Yes, yeah. We're back. I, part, I, two. I, I, part two. I definitely think that um, now more than ever, there's a space for what you're doing. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I just think it's about you getting it to people and getting them to understand why. Because a lot of colleges, I imagine, I know, are run by old-minded people and go, well, we didn't do that in our day. Yeah. We've survived this long without doing these things. Yeah. Or dancers even. Like, I didn't do that in college. So it's convincing them or getting them to understand why they need to do it. And that, again, that's another point of why I want you on because I hope that students will hear it and go back to the college and go back to the teachers or the principals and go, I just heard this the other day and I think this really is cool. something that's missing. You know, yeah. that is something that's missing from my training because I'm paying 15 grand a year for it. And I realise that you're not giving me the best that it could be. <laughs> like, <laughs> No, that's it. Um, well, I've, I've been lucky so far by working, obviously, with Rosina's mum's school. And that's where I've... I kind of found my craft, like developed it. And that, mm. like they were my guinea pigs, if that makes sense. So, you know, trialing and error um, and then working through the conditions and adding different methods as well. So not just the PT method of like, you know, the whole strength and conditioning aspect. Also, you know, Pilates, I love like using that as my base as well for dancers. Mm. Um, like I said before, yoga, like all the mobility stuff, especially I, I have that all in my stretch classes yoga is amazing for for dancers as well because they again it works anatomically so i always love to work the the, bud, the body and the muscles um and then also working with resistance bands you know like finding all that and also i'm more interested now is in like dance therapists so i always so most of my instagram is followed dance therapists and yeah. i love following them and again and more knowledge knowledgeable like getting some like little nitty-gritty bits of the body yeah. i love like getting them that so across. what would what would a dance therapist specialize in like physically therapy or mentally therapy physical therapy okay cool yeah so the physical aspect of okay. training their weaknesses and getting the body alignment and working all the systems so yeah yeah no i def i definitely think there's um a huge gap in the market for what you're doing and i love that someone's doing it because I, I i've said for a long time like I, I would love to do that but i've never wanted to leave where i'm at in my career to, yeah. to try and to try and work on that one so i'm so glad that there is actually someone doing it so kudos to you my friend for jumping on Thanks. and uh, well, i don't think it's not just gap. me it was obviously 
Well, uh, I, I'm sure there's, yeah. I'm sure there's others, but I'm just speaking on behalf of what yeah. I know. Do I'm sure there, yeah. I'm sure there are others. And if they would love to come on and talk, I would love to pick other people's brains too. And I'm trying to educate myself by talking to yeah. people on these and educate others. Do you know That's what I mean? It. And hopefully. <laughs> someone from a place higher up than us will hear this and go we should get sam in to work with us and yes it'll be beneficial for everyone for sure um well when rosina doesn't teach i always teach her classes so <laughs> which is pretty, pretty cool <laughs> that's dope so do you teach yeah. dance still as well uh no i don't not anymore no. i used to i there was a I haven't taught dance for about two years now but i did yeah. at one point did i did more commercial so um yeah, do the commercial. Get it, woo. <laughs> Get that woo in the background. So when Rosine and I were trained in, in New York abroad at Dance Centre, my focus was hip-hop and commercial, okay. Having even though having been a musical theatre jazz dancer. So because what they said in their first week of orientation was like, choose something different, something that's going to challenge you rather than just yeah. going with the norm. Like Because you had like a 12 classes to take over the week. Yeah, yeah. And then you have a concentration of something. So that could be jazz hip-hop commercial ballet musical theater and then you can take electives so my electives were jazz classes so i yeah. still got that hit but my main focus was commercial and hip-hop so when i came back i yeah i taught a few popping and locking and jazz oh, and so yeah it's cool sick. uh what classes did you take when you're out there like um, i took jermaine brown he's my favorite yeah sick commercial. good start good start uh jared jenkins neil schwartz and who else the warm as well yeah, the warm nice, so one of nice. beyonce's characters yeah and having them on a weekly basis was just surreal like you know the fact that oh yeah just come back from victoria's secret shoot you know oh my god yeah. so yeah it's, it's had, you, had, had you ever done much of it before no You'd gone there so oh having oh i was in the jazzco company at studios so we did a little bit of commercial but it was very english commercial oh so you went to studios yes i did yeah oh sick when would have you graduated 2009 2009 so you would have i don't know no you wouldn't have had like john graham right yes we had john graham, you did yeah. yes yeah, dance yeah. God, i call him dance god <laughs> yes he is yeah so obviously okay. his his hip-hop for me was very strong like very very deep like foundational hip-hop i think yeah um, yeah I, obviously his accent is so deep as well you could i couldn't yeah, understand, yeah, him, couldn't understand him well here you go when, <laughs> I great first, when i first met him i thought he was american i didn't even realize <laughs> yeah. he was i didn't even realize he was irish now he's like one of my best mates i go yeah, yeah he's definitely irish but yeah he's so irish isn't he but yeah. he's actually going out with so obviously his relationship with uh, lisa isn't, isn't yeah. lisa and yeah. she was in my year so we're oh, in the same year sick. oh you graduated yeah. the same time as lisa i've had lisa yeah. on the podcast i know lisa very well she's very brilliant, talented she? oh yeah. that's i love the fact that you were like I'm just going to do hip hop, even though I've not really done much of it. Yeah. Well, and I was what, very, I think I was inspired by the way the, the course leader was talking about like New York city, you know, sometimes, you know, being living here, having the chance to live here for, you know, maybe one time in your life, take yeah. opportunities, take, take classes you would never think about taking. So then, yeah, so I decided just do a hip hop concentration. Why not? That's <laughs> so awesome. Um, and what was before you were being a dancer? What was your goal of being a dancer? Like, what was the uh, dream? And dream. Did you... I think it was just performing in West End. That was my dream yeah. at that point because that's all I knew. You yeah. know that because I think back then, because the social media wasn't as big. Yeah. I think Facebook came in two thousand six, didn't it? For us, in some of that. So something, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Something. I was so, fat and ugly. So yeah, sixteen, seventeen. <laughs> 
Like, <laughs> which I'm so glad we didn't have any. We didn't have any social media when we were growing up, right? <laughs> Crazy. I mean, it was bad enough starting at 17. I don't need it any yeah. earlier. Um, yeah. So you just know what your teachers taught you, isn't it? Really about that. So mm. I, I knew about three colleges. That's all I knew when I was <laughs> choosing them. That's nice. So mm-hmm. how old are you? You're probably the same age as me, right? Around 30? No, I'm 32. So, yeah, similar. Same, the yeah. same generation. Oh, yeah, same generation. Like, yeah, same yeah. generation. Uh, that's dope. Um, so what made you want to go into being a PT? So I think after, well, I think I remember the conversation very, very well. Uh, we're in Central Park. It was literally our, our last week of being in New York. That's a nice place to realize it, right? Yeah, like we're yeah, like we finished nice our place. course. We finished our course. We had a week before we moved, went to LA for two weeks to 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 explore there before we came home. And Rosina and I were just literally chilling on a rock in Central Park and saying, "What should we do when we get home? Then how are we going to make some money? Yeah. How are we going to earn? How are we going to live?" Uh, and I was like, oh, "I think I'm done with dance." <laughs> and at that point, I've been just literally running running around central park like on a you know as a hobby kind of in between class breaks um mm. obviously because we couldn't work out there we had, as, as students so i couldn't earn any money so yeah. running is free so that's why I, I took that up and from where we live was west 98th street i ended up down to like 23rd so yeah. i made my way down the hudson river which is pretty cool um yeah. that was my goal uh and then i took all the free classes so in the newspapers they have free tokens for gyms um barry's boot camp all those mm. classes that they offer free tokens i did all of those for free on different names i made up different names to get into into <laughs> classes the hustle because, is real my friend <laughs> because again i couldn't get a, i couldn't get a gym membership because i didn't have a zi- uh, security code so yeah. i couldn't do that so yeah. i just made up people's names so i can get into gyms for the day yeah. <laughs> uh and then i was like and i love it's true though <laughs> and I love the fact that, uh, like I said before, most of the teachers that we took in New York taught anatomically. So realizing about the potential of like using knowing your body a bit more, like mm. especially Jermaine Brown, for example, he was one of my um, tutors on the hip hop concentration. He would he would talk about the muscles, like he said, oh, I've just been, I, I've just done a workout. Now I'm going to do a class, and now he's going to use the workout he did in the class. Does that make sense? So he's like, yeah. I've just worked this muscle in the gym. Now I'm going to use it here. So he he told us he they taught more. They really educated you whilst they was teaching, even though just not just throwing a combination out. They told you why and how and where the movement came from and what mm. muscles to contract and like what to feel. And I think that really stuck with me. And when Rosie and I were like, you know, deciding to create a program when we came back, I think that was my element. I was like, oh, I'm going to do this to help dancers because I felt that was missing within my training. Yeah. Um, like we said right at the beginning, but I felt I was, I was missing the strength conditioning part of it, the knowledge, you know, the nutritional part as well, but also more so the training systems. Mm-hmm. That's why, yeah, I decided to change over. Man, I, I love it. I think it's so dope. I'm glad. And I'm glad that we see the same, the same vision. <laughs> like yeah, I, sometimes yeah. I'm like, no, I'm right. And then I'm like, maybe I should speak to someone that knows better than me. Like, you know, <laughs> you know, you're like, so that I'm, I'm. No, I felt the same because Rosine spoke of you, like when you first met in the staff room and then all of the times we, we she comes back right and tells away. me, yeah, literally she tells me like, she, like you're going so well, da, da, da. like, yes, preach, we, preach, we, preach, preach, preach in the classes. We, we just give each other a side eye when we're like, oh. 
Yeah, it's we, controversial. We, we should leave. We should leave. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, dude, this has been an absolute pleasure. Um, ah, thank you so much. Please, can you tell people where they can get in contact with you or find you if they would like to get hold get a hold of your services? Uh, yes. So my obviously Instagram handle is Samuel Downing PT. Um, I have a website coming up very soon. So www.samueldowning.com. So that's in the mix. You can just shoot me, um, subscribe to my, my website and I ha- then I'll have, get in contact with you. Um, or email me as well. So through the Instagram or even mostly through Rosina Andrews. So Rosina Ballerini, uh, that's where I obviously I worked. Obviously she's my wife. So we work directly with yeah, each yeah. other <laughs> and we've we built like a little business like, up. Stop giving her all your clients. I know, right? <laughs> no, no, she's good. Cause she gives me clients too. Yeah, yeah it's fine. <laughs> um, so no, um, yeah. Like, Rosina and I, we built up this dance smarter campaign mm-hmm. where we really want to, we really want to build and make sure dancers dance smarter and effectively and not just, you know, doing a thousand burpees or a thousand reps, you know, it's about making it efficient for their dancing, you know? Yeah. Dude. And also I, I offer a, a safe stretch um, flexibility program as well. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, I feel like I, I really believe that you should target uh, teachers, maybe even before students, to yeah. educate their like, because if you can educate the educators, that's it. You know, then you're you're winning over the people at the top, and then they'll reference you to the people below. Do you know what I mean? Because winning oh, over yeah, the students is so winning over the students is good, but then they're so easily won back over by the other teacher. Yeah, like you that's know what it. I mean. That well, the other teacher said this, so I, I really feel like like what you're going to do and i believe it will grow and it will have a huge impact on the the industry of dance or performing and um yeah i just feel like if you can conquer educating the educators like that's it that's our mission Rosina. so Rosina actually has a teachers intensive this august yeah august yeah august it's going to be online as well so it's going to be virtual live stream from our studio so that's where i'll be doing a spot on it so sure yeah jump on amazing yeah. I, I will put all of this information in the show notes yeah and brilliant. um i'll get the i'm assuming it's on rosina's website all the information yes. for the remote yeah. perfect yes dude That's thank it. you so much for your time this has been thank amazing you too. and brilliant. i hope to meet you in person the other side we will, of this, definitely. this madness <laughs> thank you so much <laughs> take it easy buddy and give billy a hug for me oh my god he's like a fluff ball right now where is he rosina people are thinking who the hell's billy okay <laughs> he's like he's asleep oh Enjoying the peace and quiet. Come on. He's coming, he's coming. He had a bath and he had like, he's literally been oh Look at him. Oh my goodness, look at that. <laughs> hey, look, when oh, the light is so bright. I told Rosina whenever she's down here and needs a dog sitter, just holler. Look at him. He's, he's like, so cute. He'll, he'll look fantastic next to my cushion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he'll fit in great. That's what he looked like before he was like brushed. Yeah. <laughs> Man, thank you so much again. Have a lovely thank evening, you. and I'll uh, I'll speak to you soon, buddy. Thank you so much. See ya. Take care, dude. Bye bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Ins and Outs podcast. Please leave us a five star rating and review on iTunes, and share the podcast with all your friends and all your family. We need as many people listening to the podcast as possible. We want to grow our audience and educate, entertain, and inspire as many people as possible. One love. Bye, family. Lamb. <laughs>